I'm so glad to see you. Are you okay? How are you doing? I'm fine. Uh, not great, as you can imagine. Yesterday was a day. Yesterday uh, was a lot. It was a lot. A friend of mine has managed to end up with a slight gap in their ceiling. Um, you don't happen to know how to mend things, do you? I do, actually. Ah, Ren, yes. Yes, there's, there's, a, there's a few beers in it for you, for sure, if you uh, have the time. Harold, are you purposefully not including the aspects that involved your sword? For now, yeah. <laughs> okay, Ren comes back. Uh, I've got my things. Onward. And now, we continue. I hope you don't, um, I hope you don't mind a, a brief walk. Well, I, I'm at uh, Oak Row, so it's just across the river. It's not too far. That's not too bad. Um, I actually, I, I live in, in Northwater, so like that's not too far at all. Uh, which you would know to be like the other side of the city. Mm. Um, where you had an unfortunate encounter with a tabaxi. Mm. Yes. Well, shall we? Yeah. Yes. Lest any of us get stuck in our own studies again in this office. Yes, I saw all those um, those calculations. I uh, I've got to say it's rather impressive. I, um, I I don't always actually fully understand how the magic that I do works. Um, not to say that I can't necessarily control it, just that the specifics of it are rather lost on me. But uh, I suppose. You know, with a lot of careful study, you can master all sorts of things. I, I, I'm not very, uh, you know, mathematically inclined myself. Meredith kind of nods at, at her and goes, yeah, me neither. I always just kind of cast based on feel, right? Like I know what feels right. Yes. It's kind of like muscle memory. I mean, for me, I suppose I just have this like relationship with uh, the stars, but it, it, it's rather intuitive Honestly, it, it's not, you know, yeah. it, it's not especially calculating. I think Ren and Potentia just share a look of like... Yeah, as some, as like book-learned wizards talking to a bard and a druid. Mm. Probably one of the few moments that the two of them actually shared something massively in common too, mm-hmm. because they're not super similar people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think the four of you make your way out of campus and toward Harold's apartment. Um, are there any conversations you would like to have along the way? I want to ask Meredith more about her evening because we sort of didn't, we kind of got sidetracked in our, over our drink. So what did you get up to last night, um, Meredith? Well, I think last time I, last I saw you guys, I was taking Sonia over to the infirmary, right? Yes. 
Yeah, well, they've been trying to rope me into working there for a long time, actually. Um, and I kind of caved in, ended up doing a shift. It was really fun. It was kind of nice to get back into it again. Have you worked as a healer before, Meredith? Yes. Yeah. No, I was telling um, Potentia just before. I'm a, I'm a doctor. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I didn't work very long as a doctor, but long enough. I see. I was going to say, what, what pulled you away from sort of a life of medicine? I mean, you know, a, a bard, it's a very different lifestyle, isn't it? You know? Well, yes and no. I mean, there's a lot of people work in medicine. That's true. I love people. I love chatting to people. I love trying to make them feel better. Yeah. No, there's a lot of crossover. Um, no, I, I just... I realised that none of the things that we were using were made for me and I didn't think that was okay. Didn't really help me kind of do my job very well. Hence the focus. Yes, that's fair enough. Yeah, you get given all these massive things to use and you're like, well, what am I going to do with that? I'm tiny. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yes, I suppose the problem is, isn't it, that a lot of institutions are only as good as the people who run them and if you're not uh, if you're not cognizant of everybody else you you end up just with something with inefficiencies and stuff don't you i mean pretty much people always people always try and make their own lives easier a lot of the time without thinking about anybody else so yeah that's it exactly any fun stories of people who came into the infirmary last night with interesting injuries or occurrences I did see somebody, I did tell you that Lanwin ended up coming in with like a yes, mechanical crab. crab crushing his toe. That was interesting. Um, I saw my friend Susie again. That was pretty cool. Um, what what happened to Susie again, Ben? I can't remember. Uh, she had slipped on an ooze and cut that's her arm up right, pretty bad. That's right, like a three-inch three yep. gash on her and arm, which like, for a gnome fine. is pretty uh, no. spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was basically just a whole bunch of kind of cuts and bruises and scrapes and things. Mm. It wasn't really anything exciting. And I mean, I wouldn't really be able to tell you anyway. Uh, you can de-identify the story. The story can be more in and of itself. What about this morning before you joined us? Because obviously I had my supervisor meeting. Sounds like Harold's been doing some, some different, different things. So at that, Meredith just kind of goes bright red. And gets very, like, shuffly and, like, ah, uh, nothing. Apart from what I described with the crab, nothing happened, really. Insight checks yeah. all around. <laughs> deception from Meredith. Jeez. Deception from Meredith. Deception at disadvantage because she's gone go. bright red. No. Okay, so I got a 15 and a... I got a 19 and a 22. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Jeez. I don't even think I can roll high enough unless I get a nat 20. I got a four. <laughs> I'm not insightful right now. So I rolled a natural nine, which comes to a 16 for me. Uh, but that's not high enough. Well, I guess you guys will just have to listen well, hang on. to the podcast. <laughs> can I can I say that we, we saw that she's gone bright red, even if we don't know why. Yeah. Are we allowed to ask about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely ask about that. You've seen her reaction. You don't know. You can't. You can't gauge it based on her reaction. But you can definitely ask more questions. Harold, mm. do you think that Meredith appears to be the same color as usual? 
Harold's mm. pretty naturally insightful. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. My passive insight is 22. No, no actually 17. Uh, sorry, 17. That's yeah, my, 17. my passive wisdom. Yeah, your passive insight's not quite high enough, but yes, you, you're insightful enough to know that like something's up. Look, all I'll say is that I had to disappoint someone this morning and it was horrible and I hated it. Oh, I see. You uh, you didn't happen to run into Ethan again. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. Um, Potentia's going to move over to talk to Ren so that Harold and Meredith can have this conversation without <laughs> Ren necessarily. Well, like, Ren does not know any of the context, so he's no, just kind of like... She's also wondering. acutely aware that Meredith looks very embarrassed and doesn't want that to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this like, like you and Ren kind of like take like have a few steps back from Harold and Meredith? Yeah, I think we just sort of start talking about office life things and mm-hmm. needing to restock on tea. <laughs> okay, I think there are going to be two conversations here that happen mm-hmm. because Ren's going to ask. What happened with Haldora earlier? Oh, which conversation do you want to do first? Let's do Harrod and Meredith. Okay. You didn't happen to run into Ethan. I did. I did. And it was horrible. Oh, man. What did you say to him? Well, he asked me out. Ah, I see. And, like, I knew it was coming, but... I'm just not interested at all. And it was awful. And I had, like, you should have seen his face, Harold. His face. Well, uh, you know, nobody likes to be turned down, I suppose. But better to get it out of the way now than let things drag on, you know? Like, objectively, I'm so know that. But just, mm, I hate disappointing people. I know, it never feels great, but... Honestly, you've done the fellow a favour, I think. I know. You know. I hope so. And, you know, if, if he's mature enough, which hopefully he is, I'm sure he'll understand, perhaps. Yeah. You know, in the long run, maybe maybe you can have a better friendship with all of that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, I know? hope so. I really do. And I mean, like, Lanwin was stuck in a crab at the time, so he listened to the whole <laughs> thing, which was great. And he said that, you know, I did the right thing. But like, Wait, Lanwin was there? Yeah, he was in a crab. Uh, oh boy, okay, well... Oh, I feel sorry for Ethan now. Uh, I mean, Aldwin didn't know, fortunately, but... Aldwin? Wait, yeah. is that his name? I've been yeah. calling him Ethan this entire time. Yeah. Why didn't he say anything? Because he's too nice. That's half the problem, right? It was like kicking oh. a puppy. Oh, boy. It was the worst. It was the worst. I should, I should really apologise to him. Uh. He probably thinks I'm terribly rude. <laughs> yeah, well, you were the one who didn't have to shoot him down. No, I mean, I don't envy you. He's been you. calling him the wrong name. I don't envy you at all. It's Yeah, no, it's 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 not nice for anybody involved, you know, but... Uh, time is the great healer, as they say, and, uh... Yeah. As I said, hopefully, you know, uh, uh... Hopefully he 
still wants to be friends and you know. I hope so. I like being friends with people. And I mean like I know I did the right thing, but I really hope he's okay. I'm sure he will be. He he has his own friends, I'm sure. He can commiserate yeah. with them for a little while and then Yeah, yeah. And Meredith is like trying to convince herself he can tell. She's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Let's jump to Potentia <laughs> and Ren having their conversation. Yeah. Uh, Ren has just asked what happened with you and Haldora earlier today. Oh, you know, she's, um, she and I have quite a lot of things in common, I guess. And, um, she just wanted a chat, really. Um, I was there. I don't know whether you remember when she, when she came into the office and in a very out of character kind of way, told us all about the, the floor of her, um, her room at. Yeah. Something about it collapsing or being destroyed. Yeah, I, I was I was there for that, and uh, she just wanted to have a bit of a chat about um, sort of how that all happened and how she was sort of feeling about all of that. And then I had to rush off to my supervisor meeting, of course. So um, and I had to go find some supplies um, for a couple of things I want to do. So right, okay. There wasn't anything else. Uh, you can roll an insight check on him. Seventeen. He's. Clearly trying to like allude to something without saying it. Mm-hmm. Why would there be anything else? Haldora's a private person. She likes to have conversations away from the larger group. You've seen her death. She, I mean, yes. she's not. She's, yes. not like she's not one to keep secrets. Yeah. No, she's definitely. She has a certain atmosphere about her. Ren, is there something you're trying to say, but trying not to say, but trying to? I'm not good with the small talk. You know this. He is going to try an insight check on you. Mm-hmm. Am I deceiving right now? Um, no, I'm just doing an insight check to try and like read you as a character. Ren looks like he's kind of torn between whether he sh- he wants to he wants to say something, but whether or not he should say something. Whatever he's thinking about, he drops uh, and. At this time, I think you've arrived at Harold's apartment. Jeez, there's a bunch of little bits of wood out here, Harold. Yes, uh, it, it was a rather uh, f- forceful beam. Um, he like starts to, to pick up bits and pieces of it. Well, I, if I can collect as much as possible, that will help with the mending. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking, I don't know if I have a ladder to get up there. Uh, well, I, I, let me let me have a look inside and we can we can judge from there. He's like got a, like an, like a small armful of wooden shards. Um, as we go inside, I'm going to park myself onto one of Harold's chairs and, ca- and ritual casts Unseen Servant to pick up more of those bits of wood mm-hmm. from out, like all the bits that they can mm. find. It actually looks like... Mm-hmm. Inside Harold's apartment, there is not much wood. Most of the wood seems to be outside Harold's apartment and like on the roof. Oh, sorry. What I mean is that I'm going to go inside and sit down, but I'm going to yeah, conjure the, like, so the, that they the can servant looks around the apartment, doesn't find them. wooden shards in the apartment is what I'm, what I'm getting at. Doesn't find many. It has to go outside to... Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Thank God. Uh, Ren takes a look at the hole. Yep, that's... It is about two feet. Uh, and he takes a moment and he looks about the apartment did you do much cleaning up after the 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 blast 
No, not especially. Uh, it was rather late, you know. It was sort of the middle of the night. I, I, I needed some sleep, so I. Uh, in fact, the 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 thing is, I I was actually half asleep, and uh, I was uh, awoke from a dream, I suppose. Uh, and then this happened. So. Hmm. Okay. It's just. It's odd that a blast that would come from outside your apartment into your apartment wouldn't scatter a bunch of wood inside your apartment and instead it would be outside your apartment, is all I'm saying. Well, perhaps I'm not remembering the details greatly. You know, I was probably half asleep, but... Uh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, it, it doesn't make much difference to how I repair it. I was just... Just a... Hmm. Odd. Potentia, your mm-hmm. unseen servant, yeah. can it lift people? Because Harold doesn't seem to have a ladder, but maybe people? it could... Uh, no, because it... I mean, it only has a strength of two. Uh, okay, yeah, no. So it, it's got to stay within 60 feet of mm-hmm. me, but I figure if I'm in the apartment, yeah, yeah. then that's probably pretty fine. Um, so Meredith has, like, you know procured a donut from somewhere you have no idea where and she's just like munching it and like sizing up all the furniture around the place and she's like hmm. you know I do this all the time if you put maybe one of those chairs on top of the table and like drag it into place I reckon that'd be stable enough maybe your unseen servant can um you can assist with stabilizing for sure I just yes. don't know that it's going to I 100% be. believe that Meredith is a master of furniture stacking oh, oh yeah. yeah absolutely so I think with the unseen servant uh, and Meredith's expertise when it comes to stacking furniture. Um, Ren's able to get access to the hole and starts jigsaw piecing. Like, okay, this, I think, goes here, and then he casts mending to, like, attach it, and then he starts looking for the next bit. It looks like there are probably going to be some bits that are missing, um, um, so you'll have to actually do some kind of gap-sealing-filling stuff. Well, mending, mending actually does... Uh... Oh, it, it like creates. Mm. Mm. Okay. Over small enough. Okay. You know. So probably he'll take. This will take probably an hour for him to like jigsaw piece this together. And I think this mm. is maybe something that the three of you are kind of helping with on the ground, maybe. Like mm. you are assembling the pieces together and they're like, okay, this chunk looks like it all goes together and then handing. And I feel like the Unseen Servant is like passing stuff up and down the ladder mm-hmm. so that we can stabilize it and we don't have to. Yep. Okay. I'm, the Unseen Servant lasts for an hour. Uh, yeah, so I like that. They've, they can help with that. Um, so Ren is up there casting, mending and, and patching up your ceiling while the three of you are solving a, a wooden ceiling jigsaw puzzle underneath. Is there anything that we could do to speed up that process at all in terms of um, how fast we can piece stuff together on the ground? Give me intelligence checks. Uh, all of us? To solve a puzzle, yeah. Flat intelligence? Yes. 19. 13. 21. <laughs> nice. 21. Potential spent a lot of time by herself at different points in her life and it's gotten very good at Mm -hmm. I mean, what else do you do when you're traveling, right? I mean, this is also like a difficult puzzle because it doesn't have like a nice square or circular edge, like the jagged edge as well. So like, ooh, challenge. Yes. She's 100% one of those people who would do a Sudoku on a plane. Oh yeah, I see Mm -hmm. that. As someone who does Sudokus on a plane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so I don't think it takes you the full hour to solve to solve the the roof puzzle. It's opportunity for you to have some conversation as you as you go about solving it, uh, and then helping Ren with the repairing part. Harold, this is like your apartment, and there are a bunch of people like helping you patch a hole in your ceiling. How do you feel at the moment, given that this is not entirely your fault, but definitely your fault adjacent? <laughs> yeah, definitely not not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think Harold's not like especially proud, so I think like he's probably fine with it. Like, it's kind of like to him, it's like a cost of doing business problem. Well, you also like you have not divulged to them how this happened, and Ren kind of poked a little bit and pulled some of that thread to see where it would undo. Um, do you feel more inclined to tell them more of the, the truth about this, or are you still kind of like keeping that very close to the chest? Still keeping that for now. Okay. Alright. We've basically solved the puzzle at this point, and Harold and Patentia step aside to the, the kitchen kitchenette kind of area. Yeah, I mean, we've been here enough that I think that we prob- I probably know where the teacups mm-hmm. are. Um, to get maybe glasses of water for everybody, that kind of thing is... Ren's been up a ladder. Yeah, and Meredith is still there, um, like, making sure that her, her collection of tables and chairs are remaining stable as Ren moves around. It has to, like, lean further this direction and lean further that direction. As someone who was recently up a ladder, that can be important to have someone spot you. Mm-hmm. Three points of contact. Um, yeah, and I think potentially just sort of says quietly to Harold, don't disagree with Ren it does seem like the forces would be going outwards for this particular incident to have occurred. Yes, well... uh, It was all a bit of a blur, honestly. I, uh... I sort of... awoke from this dream and... Mm -hmm. I don't know, I sort of felt something calling to me and so uh, I I looked at my orb and there was this new star on this, very bright and uh, the the sword of mine sort of honed in on it and at that moment uh, a very forceful beam just sort of erupted from it uh, straight through my ceiling so from the sword or from the orb? Uh, the sword, so... Right. I mean, I don't really know what it all means, but... I feel like whatever it is is uh, no. sort of calling to me, I suppose. Uh... Perhaps it would be wise to keep those two things stored separately in your apartment from now on. Well, I, I don't think it was the interaction between the orb and the sword. I, I think it was... It was almost like the sword was calling home or something like that. It's really more that I think the sword just sort of made this connection and... Well, like I say, I don't I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know what it all means, but it's just something I'm going to have to find out in time, I suppose. I think given that there are four people in this apartment, at least two of the others are likely to be assisting you, given our 
research skills and uh, ability to mend things and convince people to do what we need them to. What I'm saying, Harold, is that you're not alone in this and you don't get to try and solve this by yourself. Well, that wasn't my plan, really. I, I just, I was still trying to make sense of it myself, so. Mm. You never know who might have insights that you don't yourself. She says, knowing full well how hypocritical that sentence is. Um, and then she's just going to head over, like, as though to pass Ren the glass of water that she's... Uh. He probably like goes to reach for it, has a wobble, and says, "I'll have it in a, in a few minutes." It's fine. She pops it down somewhere on the floor, away from where it would be knocked over if he was to mm-hmm. go for mm-hmm. things. Cool. So I think uh, the repair goes quite well. That the hole is repaired in your ceiling, uh, and your furniture gets put back in its proper place. Uh, there's just a bit of dust from like wood dust that has come down as he's been up there repairing it. It just needs a quick you know, quick press to ditch clean. That's it's all good. I can do that. Well, I I think uh, I think that that'll hold. Assuming there's no more magical beams from, from the sky. Well, that's the hope. Yes. Um, thank you so much, Ren. Um, uh, I definitely owe you some some beers or uh, whatever your uh, tipple of choice is, I do appreciate it. Hmm. Yeah. No. Um. You know. Uh. Any time. And um. You know. Maybe. We could go see a, a mugby match sometime. Yes, and, I did. And, I did rather know, enjoy. You can pay for tickets or something. Yes. Uh. I did rather enjoy uh, that that match. Uh, now I finally. Uh, got involved so I think that would be fun actually um, I'm assuming there's some sort of you know more professional uh, level of mug beer beyond the university scene uh, this is where Ren starts going into the intricacies of mm-hmm. like university grade mug beer, which yeah. would be like high like, like American university like Harvard playing American, American college, college football like, like, no. this is like American <laughs> college football but like fantasy university mugby compared to like maybe like a state sponsored mugby team compared to mm. other states um and that is i think where we like fade out of that conversation <laughs> why ben is it because you don't want to try and explain the details explain the details the ben American i need details <laughs> fantasy union mugby matches well, you see. Then you're gonna have to write that up for the uh, for the website. They kick a yeah. ball, I mean, and then they catch am, a ball. If you would like more details on mugby, please please go to dndoctorates.com, uh, where Ben will have written up a please, nice little please descriptor. Please bother me on Twitter <laughs> and remind me to do that. Uh, and I will tell you all the different universities that have teams and the various names of teams in things like different countries. And why not? Let's do that. But moving forward. <laughs> Why? You opened that up. We just we just walked through it, mm-hmm, Ben. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I just don't think it's going to be very good audio for to me to list off a list of teams and the places they come from. No, I just want to know about specifics of the rules, Ben. <laughs> oh, but Mugby is such an interesting and fluid game that the rule description would be uh, you know, almost inaccurate by the time I finished explaining it. <laughs> That sounds that sounds awfully been like a cop out. 
If you anyway. want to listen to Ben ex- describe ball sports, <laughs> at some, at some, please, please send questions to the common room about mugby, and I'm sure we can get Ben <laughs> to describe the intricate details in our other podcast where you get to go behind the scenes of Dungeons we'll and Dragons. We'll get Ben to, to codify the rules of mugby. Okay. Oh boy. Oh, I would listen to that. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, satisfied with his assistance of repairing your roof and that you've agreed to go to a mugby game with him at some point, he's going to like take his leave and, and head off for the day. Mm. Uh, it would be kind of mid to late afternoon, I would think, at this point. Cool. All right. Well, that's soon up. Shall we, uh, shall we head over to the, the guild? I'm uh, kind of keen to... Uh, you know, collect our compensation and... Oh, yes! I've been meaning to do that. Yes, you should. You you should all definitely go and do that. That sounds like an excellent plan for your afternoon. You're not going to come with us? I mean, I'm not an adventurer. I don't, I don't really see what going to the guild is going to do for my afternoon. I mean, that's true, but you can come with us for moral support and then we can go out for dinner afterwards. Sorry, are you implying you need moral support to go and collect some finances that you have successfully secured for yourself? Exactly what kind of moral support do you need to go and get paid? Oh, it's very taxing, Potentia. I mean, it's just... It's exhausting, isn't it, Harold? I mean, like, it's just... It's a gauntlet. Mm. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also also need to speak to the, uh, you know, the, the Master of Antiquities there again. I think since and the, the guildmaster in charge of magic, you need to actually finish your yes, initiation. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yes, I have a few things actually. I, I need to finish off while we're there. So, I mean, I'm not twisting your arm, but you know, if you just want to tag along, I'm sure afterwards we could find something more relaxing to do. I, I mean, if if it's not going to take all afternoon, I suppose I can come and. Did you say something about that they sell things there? I can't remember what previous discussions have been had about. I don't. Yeah, no, they have a shop there. Remember we went a couple of weeks ago? No, that was the. I got my cloak. It's kind of like a like a, a rummage sale every now and again. They often have adventurers um, selling off things that they don't necessarily want to have anymore. I suppose I could have a look to see if there's anything remotely interesting. I mean, I'm not flush with, with finances at the minute, but you never know. There might be something worth purchasing for future use hey it's ben your friendly dungeons and doctorates dm reminding you to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at dn doctorates and to use the hashtag dn doctorates when you talk about the show if you do i may use your name for a future npc so tweet about the show and perhaps become immortalized in dungeons and doctorates continuity forever if you would like a personal message to be read out on the show, you can find the link to that via our link tree on our social media and on our website, dndoctorates.com. Fill it out and leave a message for someone you care about from one of us. We'd read the message out as either ourselves, any of the cast members, Kate, Ross, Joe, myself, or as a character. Perhaps you would like a message from Parfait, the dessert wizard. They would love to tell you their favorite snacks, perhaps. Just fill out the form via our link tree and 
have us deliver a message for someone you care about. Did you know we have merchandise? That's right, merchandise. We've got merch, it's at merch.dndoctorates.com. We've got hoodies and shirts and bags and badges and stickers and all kinds of things. Uh, we've only got a couple designs at the moment. We hope to get some more out in the future. Check it out. All the profit from that goes towards the show. Things like hosting fees to keep the show running. And if you purchase something, share a picture on social media and tag us. We love seeing people sharing their Dungeons and Doctorates merchandise out in the wild and representing the show out uh, in the, the, the real world. So check it out. And thank you to everyone who's already made purchases. We, we really appreciate the support that's gone into keeping the show running, keeping the lights on, so to speak. The next episode is coming out. Hey, it's going to be the 1st of July. That's wow. Whew. How do we get here so fast? We're coming up on a, on a full year's worth of Dungeons and Doctorates uh, episodes. Maybe we'll do something special. Keep an eye out. Anyway, we'll get back to the episode right now. Okay. So the three of you are going to head uh, out of out of Oak Row and over to Westgate to head to the Three Heroes Adventurers Guild. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I don't think Potentia went inside nope. last time. The rummage sale kind of happens in the kind of courtyard area outside of the Adventurers Guild. Um, I'm going to... This is Ben DM chatting. I'm going to drop that list of magical items in Discord. Uh, so you can see, like, cost of stuff yeah. again if you want it. So the three of you are going to find yourselves outside of the Three Heroes Adventurers Guild, which is a large multi-storied building, a courtyard area that currently people are having, like, a market situation where they're selling off items and gear and things they don't need and uh harold you'll probably harold and meredith because you've both spent some time in the guild now you'll recognize a few people like selling off selling things people that you haven't really gotten super close to but people be like oh yeah i spotted him he bought me a drink when i told my story about getting attacked by a fireball mm -hmm. in a tabaxi like those kinds yeah. of like acknowledgement of, of people but not necessarily knowing names what would you like to do? I mean, Harold is here because he, uh, you know, he needs to get paid for his adventure and Meredith as well. Yeah. Um, but Harold also has the final stages of like joining the guild where he meets mm. the the guild master in charge of that particular area, whether it's the martial group, the magic group or the expert group. Well, I reckon if um, Harold and Meredith go and sort that out, and then we, like, Meredith and Potentia can go shopping while Harold does the guild initiation unless he wants Meredith to go with him. I'll happily come, like, I'll let you guys go and sort your finances out and then maybe once the decision has been made about what Harold needs to do, Potentia can come and watch if that's necessary or whatever needs to occur next. She'll have a bit of peruse of things for the minute. Okay, so Potentia can... Hang out here for a bit, peruse the wares. Yep. It's it's like it's like a rummage sale. Yeah. Basically. Peruse is such a good word. It would be like a, a number of things that 
while you were not interested in purchasing, there would be things that you would look at and be like, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Harold and Meredith are going to head inside. Mm-hmm. You are greeted once again by High Noon, the tabaxi administrator for the guild. Well, howdy. How are you doing? Really well, High Noon. How are you? We're doing well. It's good to see you again. I'm glad that you decided to come back and finish up with your, your guild work. We've been, well, we've had that payment waiting here for half a week now. Usually guild members are much more prompt when it comes to getting payment. Yeah, we've been a bit distracted. That's fine. Like, well, we have no trouble holding on to your, your payments here. It's just uh, unusual that you didn't come rushing back. Yes, it was a, a rather interesting week, all told, but... Uh... Yes, yeah, suppose you heard about the fireball and stuff, and then there was other things going on as well. What happening in this city, it turns out? Yes, yes, of course. So, uh, Harold, I believe you are scheduled in to meet with the, the Master of Magics here at the Guild. You need to finish that meeting in order to become a, a full-fledged member. Yes, yes, I was sort of here to sort out all of that, so... Well, good, good. Uh, let me see if they are currently available to have a conversation with you in their office space. And let me also go and get your compensation uh, arranged for your payment for your completion of the mission. Woohoo! Thank you. Uh, please help yourself to a drink on the house uh, while you wait. <gasps> You're the best. So you'll see in the guild as well, currently running the, the bar is the uh, Kenku Girl Brass Band. Um, there is the the Master of Antiquities currently. Let me think. It is late afternoon, so he would be awake by this stage. Um, he's probably having a meal with a glass of wine over on his usual table. Uh, and the guild is currently not very full inside. People are out adventuring or selling their things outside. Um, it, it's pretty quiet in here at the moment. Can I go have a look at the board? Yeah, you can go have a look at the adventuring board and see what missions are currently yeah, available. Yeah, I'm going to go have a look. Mm. Uh, Harold, what are you doing? Same as Meredith? Yeah, yeah. Definitely interested in looking at what's on the board. Okay. So there is a, a quest or someone looking for a specific book that they are after. A number of books have gone missing and someone is trying to track down their, these books that have gone missing from their own personal collection, mm-hmm. their private collection of books. There is a mission here which involves heading out into the nearby forest area um, where apparently uh, a dozen hunting parties have encountered a exceptionally large wolf um, that they would like taken care of. And... There's also a quest from a, a nearby village that has come under attack uh, by some some monsters. Those are the three that kind of grab your attention at the moment. Interesting. Do we want to put our names down for any of them, or do you want to wait? We could uh, we could ask High Noon when she comes back if she thinks there are any appropriate for sort of uh, you know newer adventurers. I suppose. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so High Noon will come back uh, and she will have a very small plate that currently has a couple savoury pastries. Yes. Mm. Like, a, like a little 
like sausage roll type thing or a, a meat pie. Or... You can see Meredith's eyes kind of like love heart emoji. <laughs> uh, Harold, the, the guild master in charge of magic, uh, Sestian Gorodar is able to, to see you now in her office if you'd like. Uh, and Meredith, I, I noticed that uh, neither of you actually went to, to collect a drink, but if you want, we just had some of these come out of the oven. <gasps> you know me so well! She presents the plate <laughs> and uh, allows you to take you know, as many as you'd like. All right, I'll take two. And then I'll go and find Potentia while Harold goes and does the things. Have we got our compensation yet? I'll be getting that just Wait. shortly. It'll, it'll take me a moment to get it from the vault. Harold, you'll be directed up to the office of Sestian Gorodar. Yeah. The, the guild leader in charge of magic. And uh, Meredith, maybe you'll be brought over to like the, the counter as High Noon goes about getting your, your payments together. Cool. So, is there anything that Potentia is doing outside at the moment? Just kind of browsing? She's kind of browsing. I think she's also very acutely aware of like taking stock of what kinds of people are here, um, where they might have come from, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like having conversations, but like sussing that out i think there are definitely some like first of all there are some looky loos people just wanting to like come and have a peek from the town like they're from the city they're like "Ooh, what have the adventurers brought in what does that do what is this thing people who have no intention of buying they're just like checking out some of the things going on you will you'll spot uh amongst the group of people there is a vidalcan who is someone that you've not seen since some of your trips. Yeah. What is a Vidalcan? A Vidalcan is a blue-skinned person. Ooh. And they are, like, partially amphibious. Oh, cool. Um, and they are almost entirely, like, most of them are bald. Some of them have hair, but most of them have very little hair on their heads. Cool. Yeah. So uh, you haven't seen one for probably a couple of years now, actually. Yeah. Um, any elves of suitable the elves that would make me nervous I guess is the best way to put that sentence you have okay um mm, uh, no it doesn't look like it you do spot um some elves who look like they spend most of their time in the forest and mm-hmm. they've only come in to maybe hand in a quest or something yeah. uh yeah yeah, then she's just probably browsing, sort of seeing what kinds of things are lying around. Um, just from an interest perspective, more than anything, probably light conversation about where some objects came from, but nothing of any real substance. Yeah, nothing with the intention to, to purchase. No, more. And, and if, if anyone asks about it, she's probably like, look, not right now. I'm I'm still, you know, I might, I might be back uh-huh. later. Questionably whether she will be or not. Sure, sure. Well, let's move back inside to Harold. You are led upstairs to one of the topmost rooms in the guild uh, to a large office study um, with books lining the walls and a number of desks with some um, experiments still running with vials of, of things and uh, like an alchemical kind of lab mm. as well as what looks to be um, various kind of studies being undertaken in in plants as well. 
Uh, and studying one of these plants as you walk in is a dragonborn woman dressed in very nice robes with a, a book in one hand and she's taking notes as she's studying this this plant leaf and as as you enter she will finish the sentence that she's writing and close the book and slot the quill into a, a segment in the book mm-hmm. designed to hold it and look over to you you must be uh harold wentworth hey, yes that's that's me Please, Harold, uh, have a seat. And she gestures to the seat on the other side of the desk and she takes her seat. Please. Great. Let's sit down. Harold, it is my prerogative as Master of Magic here at the Three Heroes Guild to make sure that everybody joining the guild with magical abilities who fits under my umbrella is the right kind of person for the Three Heroes Guild. Please tell me about yourself. What is it that brings you to adventuring? Well, I uh, I had a pretty influential role model growing up, of course. Um, you may know my uncle, um, member of the guild here. And uh, I think I've always been interested in sort of various types of magic, but I suppose eventually uh, a certain type of magic found me. Uh, But I think really what draws me to adventuring is that, you know, so few people possess, I suppose, what you could call extraordinary abilities, you know, putting humility aside for just a second. It's not everyone can do these kinds of things. And I'm hoping through adventure I can... Perhaps help other people, uh, you know, with these abilities. Uh, you know, help keep the peace or discover amazing new things. But hopefully at the end of it all, you know, we can help make society a little better in our own way, potentially. And I think that's what I've always wanted to do with my abilities, really. Uh, as you are describing your reasons for joining the guild, she is just sitting there stone-faced mm-hmm. you you cannot get a read on her at all and as you finish your description as to why you want to join the guild and become an adventurer she stands up and says i am satisfied with your answer i grant you permission to join the three heroes adventurers guild i hope that you will be successful in your missions in your quests and that you bring prosperity to yourself, the people around you, and to the guild. I want you to be firmly aware what bringing disrepute to this guild means, (laughs) and that I consider the people under my umbrella to be, well, we as magic users have certain power that others do not now do not let darius guild master in charge of the martial group of people hear me say this but we have powers that they do not sure they can slice an individual three ways in a blink of an eye but those of us with magic can level buildings and bring down cities 
and I want you to be firmly aware that as you adventure you will become more skilled and more dangerous to not just other people but to yourself and those that you care about. Do I make myself understood and clear? Yes, I, I understand, of course. Good. Well, with that warning firmly in your mind, take your first steps into the Three Heroes Guild and good luck on your future adventures. Thank you. Nice, nice to meet you today. Good luck with your work. And to you. I hope at some point I can trust you with one of my own quests. Well, I look forward to it. And you return to the, the main guild hall. As you walk back in, like down the stairs and into the main guild hall, there's a distinct impression that everyone is looking in your direction. Mm. And in the middle of the guild hall, there is a, a spark of green and a confetti of <laughs> green and blue um, paper falls from the sky, which everyone everyone starts cheering and applauding as you have now been accepted into the, the guild. Yeah, Meredith is like standing on her bar stool. <laughs> yeah, this is something that Meredith is probably like ready for as oh, well, yeah. but it would not have been quite as grand when she joined the guild. No. And every guild is different. Every mm. guild handles initiation differently. But you know, every guild likes to make a big moment of you. Every adventurer's guild typically likes to make a big moment of someone joining. Absolutely. It's a big deal. Yeah, High Noon has uh, pulled out your financial compensation for the mission, uh, which is, a Meredith, I imagine, is probably counting this bag of coins as well. <laughs> Um, but this is a bag of coins that has 600 gold pieces in it. It's more money than Meredith has ever seen. Yeah. Uh, in fact, some of this would probably be in platinum coins as well, because mm. 10 gold to a platinum makes it easier to transport. Yeah. But like, if the average commoner barely sees a gold, like platinum is like the kind of wealth that like... Yeah, so Meredith is like looking at the platinum coins going... <laughs> like she's pretty you need to stunned. describe that expression oh yeah no I do because this is an audio medium Joanna um, yeah mm, she's yeah. like mesmerized like she's kind of looking at it in the firelight and looking at it glinting in the firelight like how it, it mm-hmm. yeah and like weighing it up in her hand and she's like oh my goodness like this this is a thousand coppers worth of coin yeah there's one piece this is a lot I just sort of look over to Meredith and go it's a lot heavier than you expect isn't it right I've never held one of these before. My goodness. I mean, I've got to admit, I haven't seen too many of those either, but... um... They're incredible. Um, Meredith is like immediately kind of doing the sums in her head and she's like, okay, there's 600 gold pieces in here. Done the calculations. That means there's 200 each. Yes, I I think we should share this with uh, Potentia. Yeah, absolutely. You know, was very helpful as well. So it's only fair. That's a no brainer. Yeah. Woohoo, ethical and moral behaviour! <laughs> I'm glad y'all are quite satisfied with the reward. There was a, an unexpected bonus from the quest giver. Uh, it seems as though they were able to sell on whatever it was quite successfully and they had some conversation with somebody. 
something happened, but they were very pleased and they were able to pass on some kind of bonus to you. So I'm glad that you were satisfied. More than satisfied. This is incredible. I'm not well, there. I'm not allowed to say anything. I suppose um, we're on the lookout for uh, more work. I, I suppose we should ask you. Uh, I can see the board is nice and full at the moment. Uh, is there any anything you would suggest for some more, say, junior adventurers amongst your ranks? Well, I think maybe that mission on uh, trying to locate those those lost books might be well within your capabilities. I mean, we've got some good contacts. I understand that you, you as uh, university students, are the kind of people who are quite fond of books. So, well, some of Harold us less so. <laughs> certainly are, but uh, we have form, I suppose, in tracking down lost books. So we can. Uh, Certainly. Let me gather together the information about the quest, and I'll have that delivered to Harold. That is all right. Yes, that's fine by me. Sure. You can ex- you can expect that probably uh, within the next day or so. I just need to gather a few bits of information from the quest giver. They were a little sketchy on the details on what exactly was taken and what exactly they were looking for. They also wanted to remain anonymous in this mission, which is, again, part of the, the situation that can happen, but okay. it does slow things down somewhat. Well, we can be discreet, of course. Yeah. Well, I understand, but let me be the one to be the intermediary here. So far, my experience with the two of you has resulted in something I would not call discreet. Hey, and that is, again, not, not your fault. But let me, you know, it takes some time for trust to be earned amongst these kinds of situations. Well, we trust you. I'm just glad that you you weren't the ones who were unfortunately killed in that terrible attack. Yeah, so I'm not sure how many people were in that cafe. It was, uh... Well, it was all rather difficult at the time, of course. Yeah, it was pretty awful, wasn't it? Yeah, and it has not exactly made being a tabaxi in the city pleasant. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been keeping my own here in the here in the guild. People in the guild, see, they they understand we aren't all the same. But well, I just hope whoever is responsible out there gets caught and gets their just desserts. Mm. Well, they have a habit of slipping away, so uh, I hope you're right. If you are interested in in any mission that comes by involving such a individual uh would you like me to pass that along to you yeah the city sometimes they outsource some of their work to us we are sort of the local city guild in terms of adventuring they have their own you know internal things but sometimes things get weird and sometimes they're weird guards they aren't always around I'm sorry, I should call them irregulars. That is the correct term <laughs> for them. Well, they are, yes, an odd, an odd bunch, that's for sure. Um, but yes, no, we would definitely be happy to uh, get any information that you mm. have and follow this up potentially. Uh, of course, and I, I will keep you apprised of anything that comes, comes our way. I understand you have a 
personal investment in such a situation. Just a little bit. Understandably, of course. You are interrupted briefly by the Kenku girl uh, is holding a mug of something frothy and cinnamony, mm-hmm. and she's uh, holding it to up to up to Meredith. Ooh, what's this? This smells delicious. Ah, it looks like Brass Band has put together something of a cocktail here for you. It well, she likes to experiment sometimes with drinks, and uh, it looks like you're the next candidate here, <gasps> Meredith. Yes, I love a good experimentation. Uh, so this, you have this drink, <laughs> and immediately it feels like you are being swaddled in a fuzzy blanket. Yes. And then there's just like the slightest hint of cinnamon afterwards. Oh, this is delicious, Brass Band. She seems pretty, pretty excited that you've enjoyed the drink and she uh, makes her way back behind the bar. Seriously, you guys have to try this. This is unbelievable. I feel like I'm being hugged. Um, So Meredith, without realizing it, you've downed the entire like mug like you you started drinking ah. it and this didn't stop well i would get you to try it but apparently i'm greedy sorry i i want to i want to like i want to take that moment from harold's perspective <laughs> as you saw her start drinking this mug and then like her eyes unfocused yeah. <laughs> and she just kind of like her shoulders just slumped as she continued to sip that whole drink at, in one go, like slowly, but in one go. And you just like stood there for the full like 30 seconds it took for her to drink this drink. So while it, while it was very quick for Meredith, that was a full 30 seconds for Harold just then. <laughs> <laughs> Good, was it? You have no idea. No, I suppose not. Well, I, uh, well, I suppose we got what we came for here. Uh, Seems we have a new mission in the works. Um, I suppose it remains to be seen whether can, we can rope Potentia in as well, but uh, we should uh, head on back, I think, because she's hmm. probably, you know, window shopped enough as it is. I do yeah. uh, have a stop in the city I need to make. Oh, yeah. I'd like to have a look through the Adventurers Guild's um, wares a, a little bit as well. I hope you guys don't mind. No, sure. I mean, you never know what you can find. Uh, all sorts of things get uncovered by adventurers in the yeah. line of duty. or That's what I was you know, thinking. Some classic delving missions, as it were. So. Mm-hmm. Let's go have a look. 